Hi, everybody. This is McEnroe, a.k.a. Rod Bailey, and I'm uh, hanging out with my man Nestor Winrush. Should I say your real name, Ness, or am I just calling you Ness, or what do you want to do? Just call me Ness. All right. We could say, say Elliot Walsh Elliot at some Walsh. point, but... Okay, yeah, Mr. Winrush and my man Ness. So um, we're hanging out, and um, this is Peanuts and Corn Podcast, episode 13. Very excited about it. We got some great songs to play you, um, some great stuff that he's done over the years, and we'll talk about that. So we're going to start with a song to kick it off, and it's actually one of my songs. This is uh, this is called Intro Duck. This is by McEnroe. So here we go. Let's listen. But I'm going to make a believer out of you before I'm done, 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 done. I thought that provoked like a drop in your eye to clear your vision You need a new prescription for delusion gate at the pharmacy To even entertain the notion of harming me As I continue on ahead like pets without leashes Or a training system budget as poverty increases I do work with my thesis like I'm in my final year of higher learning With topics other than money earning Kids keep it simple like interest So mind drop as I like it brought with real intellectual thought Getaways got free, their talk be It's all about me, check any rap record if you doubt me Thanks but no pass, move on to the next I'm the neighborhood kid and I've come to collect What did you expect exactly? Just pat me on the back As I teach fools what tax be They move with acts like they in a school play I display newer notions meant to bring dismay To those who fear movement like deer fear headlights Check what I said right Sure as night will always follow day the whack Always follow trends They pretend to have ends Just give me the bends Like a ride on the zipper I guess I'm just hipper Cause they bring only psyche Similar to Jack the Ripper And I emphasize brag Whoever heard of a real life confession to murder Only thing is to confess is to admit These guys walk around town number one like they're proud of it My props grow yearly like money compounded Leaving blank shooting unthinking fools dumbfounded To them what I say could never make sense And so they talk shit and then attempt a defense I just laugh, I got it just to keep from sobbing Talking looting and robbing, never got my head bobbing Just throbbing at the temple due to the migraine Caused by concept used over again It can only be described as mad it's pure and simple when your whole creative juice is good fit in a thimble yet another symbol of a world gone wrong an artist stays poor a joker writes a hit song there's more rap clones the country in nashville they think about nothing sitting back in their ass still emulating hits copy verses like patterns from a dress turning hip-hop into a mess <laughs> Okay, that's me. That's McEnroe, and that's uh, from my first EP called the Ethics EP. But the reason I played it, and the reason I'm starting out a, a podcast with Ness playing my own song, is because that song was a song that I performed in a battle against <laughs> you. And that's my first memory of kind of encountering you. I may have met you before that and maybe you remember i don't but i remember that battle and us going head to head in a in a written battle it's more like a, just a performance <laughs> thing obviously I, I just did that song and then for round two i did another song and got knocked out but i want to know if you remember that yeah that's uh i i remember that's the first time that i ever actually met you um sheldon shell uh, ball player at the time uh, for the Thunder or the Cyclone, whatever incarnation of Winnipeg basketball. Yeah. Uh, he came, he moved in from 
from uh, New York and was part of a crew called Bonafide. And for some reason, because of like connections in the Winnipeg Black community, I ended up talking to him and he directed me towards Farm Fresh and watching you guys perform. So somewhere at the West End, I was watching you all play and you Farm Fresh may have been actually like dissolving at that point. Um, Probably if was. I, yeah. At, if I remember. So it was like a rare chance that I got to see you guys play and, and he knew it also. So I was like, okay, so this is the guy that makes the beats and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's not my, it's not my kind of cup of tea, you know, but, but I mean, I give these guys respect because him being a New Yorker and I'm seeing Winnipeg rap, there's like that kind of disconnect and me being from, from Saga living in Toronto area. And again, it was like, it was something like alien to me, but, but it was, it was, it was interesting because he gave it props. And so because of that, I listened to it even more. Um, but that battle is the first time that I ever met you. And I didn't know that it was a song battle. Like I had no idea. I had no idea <laughs> yeah. it was for what's written. So I just went on there and it was the first time I've ever been on a stage in Winnipeg or and I just try to freestyle it and just have fun or or flex or whatever. And then you come on with a full bloody ass song. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit, man? <laughs> I had no idea what this was what was going on. Well, it was the only battle I would be willing to enter because I'm like, I'm not doing any freestyle battles, forget it. So this was like a performance battle thing. And so I went in it, but then I, I don't know who I, who I met in round two, but I definitely did not go any further. I'm really curious of who you went up against in, in round two. Yeah. Because that's the same battle that Ismala and Joe went at each other in the first round. Right. Yeah, it was, it was neither of them. I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, yeah. I, I don't remember who else was in it besides you, me, Pat, I think was in it. And and then Ismala and Joe. That's all I remember. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know who else. Emerson was in that one also because Emerson went against uh, Emerson of Shades of Black. Yeah. Went up against Ismala in the final. Okay. And there was a guy, Dice Man, that no one knew who he was. He just showed I up. I do on remember the Dice Man. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now you mentioned it. That was the wild card that no one knew at all, yeah. and uh, yeah, everyone else I can't remember who was in there. So it was it was a full field of rappers. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. Like uh, Marty put it on, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he did a good job in getting everybody out of the woodwork, and and you know I, I think it was really well attended too. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a it was a good introduction to um to to all the scenes in the city at the time. Um, Cause at that cause, point you you hadn't been in Winnipeg very long, is that correct? Yeah, I hadn't been, and it's yeah that battle is pretty big and important, uh, I think, in in the Winnipeg rap scene. No doubt. Okay, so let's um, let's get into the next track, which is one of your first appearances on um, record, as far as I know. And this is the this is with Gumshoe Strut. This song is called "The Great Conjunction." Let's have a listen.
Last week was my born day, 23 breaths from the lungs Nas lyrics on the tip of the tongue Drowning in the hourglass past the future I flung Capture opportunity, regrets got me hung The words never vocalized, echoing the conscious Selfish acts and uh, broken promises I know my impulse for flesh was heartbreaking It's hard to be forgiven, Jamal's keys awakening All the folks spoke the wisdom that choked, let awoke Warning, my warning brother's mind With experience we climb from hatred to blind To a love that's kind We may fall, yet we rise Debate the truths, swallow the lies Lesson from memories, I'm printed through life Document victories over struggle and strife Painting events with the points of pens Frame to mind like pictures from corner park lens Reality blends, extends, beyond date Carries like holiday Consequences on the canvas of time Am I wasting mine? Remembering rhymes? Analyze the step check where to proceed After all, I'm judged by the life I lead After all, we're judged by the life we lead 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 Emit the word the time is now, open sesame, lower the drawbridge to the bird cage And see how long it takes to engage in flight A moment of zen when it happens, I don't have my pen but my sight Blue and black wings flapping, quite a spectacular opening scene To a masterpiece dream that in fact is everything in between This close and that close, here's a toast to freedom Because we bottle and patch most, including the time left to ourselves The antidote to frustration, they're taking it away At a pace in which we can't help keep chasing The day flies so quick it needs pacing Like the emperor sketchy, my body is wasted being erased from existence, it's like I can sense the great conjunction in the distance. I wanna be totally oblivious to time, perfectly eclectic. That I'm expected on the cage for an eye. I won't lie, let the sun down the sky. And Mother Nature cries, smile when it wants to connect. Natural development, work when it needs to be done. Time hold the key to fun as the digital display reads. Your time is done. Your time is done. Your time is done. Your time is done. Your time is yours. Your time is now. Your time is at hand. Your time is limited. Your time is booked. Your time is round. Your time is fractions. Your time is interaction. Your time is yours. Your time is now. Your time is at hand. Your time is limited. Your time is booked. Your time is round. Your time is fractions. Your time is interaction. I'm in a world of trouble. A world of shit, a world I don't even understand a bit I'm sure I kick like most as a fetus The keenest to explore, then relax and not told to work a day in advance and be this mold I'm rolled into a cast and typed up Like the last word on murder's resume and passed Into the hands of a snickering asshole I reapply cause trying to find a job's a hassle Great Conjunction, it, this says featuring Satchel Page, the Gumshoe Strut Clockworks, and um, 
the internet says that's from 2002. So how did you hook up with Gumshoe Strut? Um, Gumshoe was... Gumshoe was a connection through through Yai, through Danny and and Joe. Like I'm starting to, memory is a very funny thing. (laughs) Yeah, because it's because it's at this moment that now everything becomes a ball, right? So, um, Danny probably was coming by the radio show at that time. Okay. Um, so I was doing a radio show on UMFM, the same station that you were that you were on with uh, Honeycut. Yeah. And so Danny and his homie Mark, and then co-op sometimes would come through. Yeah. And um, eventually, I guess it was a group call. Your brother, my backpack, or they had an idea of it because yeah. me meeting Joe as well, and there was a connection between him and his North End homies, which BJ was one of them. And and Nick, uh, General Gist. Yeah. So we ended up hanging out, and um, for some reason, BJ and I just like, uh, or Gumshoe just like, we just connected. And the funny thing is, like Rod, you and you ended up taking Joe, and then got really interested in Danny. Yeah. But then uh, Nick moved to Victoria. That's right. And then uh, so it was like. BJ wanted to make his own music and I was in this I don't know if I really wanted to do uh, maybe I did want to do music but you weren't interested in doing stuff with me so BJ just seemed like the natural choice because he wanted to and and BJ is such a strong willed human so it was just like yo let's just make this happen and it it was it was good it was like I don't think if it was for him, I'd ever put out anything. He just, he really believed in what I was doing and, and wasn't that, that, that frame of that. He wanted to show himself that he, and show other people that he could do what he was doing. Cause he made these really good beats of that era that I, I really liked. Yeah. And, um, and so it, it's, it just became like a good natural match to, to be working with him two black dudes from Winnipeg that make this left of center music. Yeah. Just putting it out. And, and, and I learned to appreciate it even more as, as we got older, I, all of our friends were making this music with these other labels, but we we're just trying to craft our own lane. So you did an album with him called guy. I'm from here. And I yes, think you would have been, wor- you would have been working on it around the same time as, as the clockworks, I would think. Cause I think they were not that far apart when I quit my job in 2001 or got laid off or whatever and um, and really just did the label full time and I realized you know when I did that that I needed more stuff and BJ yeah. was a natural fit so I think it might be 2002 just for that reason because we had a big year in 2001 when we put out all these records but it wasn't really until the next year where I was really focused on like getting a lot of product out the door right so only only BJ would be able to answer this. I think that existed as a CDR before. Could be. That could be, yeah. Cause yeah, I remember going to his basement of his of his mom's yard and recording that. And it feels like it was a longer time um between that coming or that being recorded and me starting to record my solo. 
because okay. BJ ended up moving to uh, West Broadway and that's where we recorded that and that feels like that was almost like a year and a half two years apart because Turn the Gun was also recorded around that era afterwards um, as well with with Yai and stuff so um, yeah dude that's like again all these things come together but I'm I'm I think our steps usually were we do a CDR first right. and then we'd actually get a pressing and move from there. Well, re-listening, I haven't listened to Gumshoe's album in a long time, to be honest, but um, I've listened to yours more more recently, but I feel like you got the best beats from him, maybe. <laughs> That's my, my take. Um, so let's play one of these songs, because, you know, you got a good ear for beats. And here's, let's play Desmond Ambrose, and uh, yeah, let's play it. Here we go. A sponge head, trim the tessies, mom's hair dressing, I poured a shot, bless me. Had a black moon before the once buckshot. Then King Flat Tops moved to a barbershop saga corner. New form, new order, trim bago, Caribbean nappies. Fried dumpling, tambourine, lots of curry. Hang on spots, see yo, we don't hurry. Power move tapes, black skin, a lovely fade. Saturdays, community, I'm rhyming wave. Talk fish while slang is slung. Men from J.A. and Patois sung. Heroes hung, we dissing for sport. Testosterone yells, hey yo, I hold the fort. Testify solo is part of a choir. Desmond Arrow, Bernie Mac, Richard Pryors. So her Tessie And I'll reflect how the porter shop blessed me Desmond Ambrose. So I remember that I remember that the every track of the album "Guy I'm From Here" was like someone's name. Is that do I have that right? Yeah, basically, basically, yeah, yeah. Desmond Ambrose is a character from a British sitcom. Oh Lord have mercy! I'm told, oh Desmond's that was the name of the sitcom, based oh. in a barbershop. Right. Um, which also, if if uh, memory serves me right, the theme song is done by Lord Kitchener, which is a Trinidadian, and it's uh, the the opening credits have a ship that is 
bringing all the black British people or the West Indians to Britain. And I want to say that it might be the Empire Windrush that uh, the footage is of. And um, because the Windrush was also a song by Lord Kitchener. And that's where I take the last name or moniker of uh, Nestor Windrush um, because of those boats. Ah. That boat that brought people over to the UK uh, from the West Indies uh, create that immigration pattern. So, um, and it's also the a generation in in the UK uh, that is considered the Windrush um, uh, generation, and they've had a few battles with the British government as of late on their status as uh, and and their their lineage and their status as British citizens or uh, English citizens, I should I should say. Uh, so it's pretty like full circle. I didn't know that at the time I'd take up that moniker, but uh, Desmond's was a big thing inside of our apartment in, in Saga. And uh, we used to watch it all the time. And down the street were five barbershops. So um, those stories I take with me very heavily of being raised where I was and just made a song about barbershops and and hair salons basically because that was that was a big part of my youth with my mom and stuff so that's really cool i like it a lot um do you recall did did uh gumshoe do all the beats for this record um he did 90 90s like probably 95 90 of the beats yeah and then cut down sorry probably about like 80 percent of the beats because cut down did one which was Anita Watts. It might be labeled remix or it might be original. I can't remember anymore. And then Kinetic did the other version of Anita Watts, uh, which was actually the original version. And then I recorded uh, the remix with with Cutdown when he moved from Thunder Bay. Okay. Well, I, yeah. So the Anita Watts that I'm going to play is, I don't know which version it is. It's the last song on the album. <laughs> Dude, Let's listen I can't to remember. it. Okay. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is also under the name Satchel Page. This is from Guy. I'm from here, and this is Anita Watts. This is my pick off the album. I really like this song. <laughs> this ain't a love song, but yo. <laughs> never seen a smile as a fine as hers Runs through your spirit just, just like, like the summer breeze Caramel gleaming beneath the swaying, swaying trees. trees She was my youth, yo, why, why would I leave? leave? Mahogany melodically, she was my curiosity Playing hide and seek within the blazing heat You might say, yo B, you're kinda weak You're gonna weep, give me a second and let me speak The white bleach, siding of Lawson and Watts And would ignorance rise Practicing Ackham dance 20 times, seen it at the same spot. Needle drop, look, man, broke his damn foot. Maestro, box cut, polka dot fly. We asking why Radio Raheem had to die. Fighting the power, Spike Lee's mind shower. Love, self, hate could devour. Kid with the funny talk was afraid of the dark. And I enjoying one summer crush. Them days beautiful like Aaliyah. Yesterday's bliss with the kiss of Aretha. Georgetown, Kingston, or Havana. Wine, coconuts, yo, they sell it at Savannah. 
We enjoy this summertime drink Found a youth, sometimes makes you think Love changes and life changes Our best friends, yo, become strangers Love changes and life changes Our best friends, yo, become strangers Fingerprints for elders displayed on walls Music yesterday Echo these holes. First generation, a nation of promise. Seeds of the islands planted to flourish. Growth change, images rearranged. Some see the short term, some explore the full range. Hunger call Michael, life runs a cycle. Time's the cycle. Child small, remarkable, but some fell, fell in the wrong beds. Street mythology and the he said, she said. Like mahogany's lust, relationships, no trust. Fidelity dissolves to dust. And she feels nothing. Hearts break, nothing left in her wake, and it's my mistake. Her life, and I shouldn't care. I've seen success walk with the same braided hair. But she could be right there, and she could be right there. Even condoning this change. Some days I gotta stare. Them days beautiful like a Yesterday's bliss with the kiss of a reach. Yo, love changes, and life changes, best friends, yo, become strangers, Georgetown, Kingston, Havana, Juan Coconuts, yo, they sell it to Savannah, Georgetown, Kingston, Havana, Juan Coconuts, yo, they sell it to Savannah, we enjoy the summertime drink, time to youth, sometimes makes you think, changes, love changes, and life changes, and best friends, yo, become strangers, I love changes, and life changes, and best friends, yo, become strangers. Georgetown, Kingston, Havana, Mar coconuts, yo, they sell it to Savannah. Georgetown, Kingston, Havana, Mar coconuts, yo, they sell it to Savannah. You, your crew, and your DJ can hit it. You know, if I was gonna, if I was gonna bet money, I would say that's kinetics beat. Do I have that that's right? That's kinetics beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight up straight up that's uh that's 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 brent um used to do a radio show with him for for a few years um we used to do uh ooh, next agenda or uh, i'm trying to remember the name of the, the incarnation then but i was working at wax museum at the time yeah. so we used to get uh vinyl out of that shop to play on the fridays uh when we did the radio show then and so get the new shipment on the thursday and then rob would just rob trombley the owner one of the owners would just say yeah just take whatever it is a preview on the on the air uh so kinetic and i did that for a while and uh we just ended up working work out music he's he had his beats and um yeah we put it together uh he had, he also did one song that didn't make it on the 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 retail pressing um which was called killing me and that was the song that was only on the cdr and um i remember playing that a few times and played that opening for chaos as part of pig city hall or one year okay at uh the small sh- the small place from where my mom and i lived when we were when i was younger uh when we we came to winnipeg and uh nicolino's i think it's called and that place only holds like 50 or 60 people <laughs> and chaos became this like this big canadian star 
And then, uh, yeah, and I played like two songs opening for him and Killing Me was one of them. And um, when it came down to getting you the CD, because you agreed to actually um, to to put out the the finished version, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, we dropped that song and then put the cut down remix um, on there of, uh, of, of Anita Watts. So strange, strange events and, and decisions being made. Well, I mean, I listen to your songs and you've always had that style, which is, you know, you, all your influences and what you're thinking about and just how you tie it all together, which is really cool. Like, did you have recordings, you know, before what we've heard here, did you have, did you do any recording before that? Yeah, I did. I did. I used to record in in Brampton with with my good homie uh, Harvey and and a family friend Sean that lived pretty close by my high school, and um, this other dude named Red Stripe, which was Sean's homie. <laughs> and Sean Sean Hodge is actually younger brothers to Chris, uh, Big Casino from Shades. Okay. So so that was our connection was through his was through Chris's younger brother Sean. Um, so we did like one or two songs in Brampton. Um, this, the, the, the two, you know, this is, this is also pretty wild. Is that the guy that we ended up recording with Nick, Nick Meta, I want to say his last name was, we had this guy named Randy that would take us and he ended up doing, doing rap stuff, but more like Indian, um, like Hindi rap basically okay um and so he he he's been he did okay like for himself also uh and still making music um but all of us used to go to brampton and just try to make music and eventually when i came out to winnipeg um i ended up recording a demo at umfm and i think that eventually gave me the bug of maybe i want to do this a bit more yeah. Uh, hanging out getting to know Dario also helped out too for sure um and yeah just being around like all the all the right pieces were in place at the right time because i didn't think it was actually doable out here and then i just saw everybody else that was actually doing it and really didn't give a f- i'm allowed to cuss on this this podcast you are okay <laughs> I really saw a bunch of you guys that just didn't give a fuck about what was happening outside of here. Yeah. It's, it's so it's so it was like, if you all feel that way, why don't I? Yeah. So uh, let's well just go in. <laughs> so so do you have do you have copies of the stuff you did in Brampton? I have I have it on cassette and I will never be able to listen to it again. Yeah. Um they're not clearly marked. There's three great cassettes and I try to keep them apart from everything else uh because there's actually good beats on there too yeah uh, from from the homies and so i tried to keep them apart but they've totally mixed over the years that's like that's like 20 25 year old tapes right so oh yeah uh, so anyways yeah and then the demo uh that i recorded here i lost that years ago Mm. and i'm pretty pissed off about it because it was on a we put it on one of those mini discs Oh yeah, I yeah. I have, I have, all, I still have all my mini discs and a player. So, wanted its superior quality, and eventually, 
I just lost that mini disc. <laughs> <laughs> it was the song sucked though, so I'm not not upset about that. Right. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna play another song. Your next pick, which you're not on, I'm not on. So this is um, the Plants remix. So oh, let's listen to it, and then you can tell me why yo, you picked yo, hold it. Hold on, let me just say this. Okay. Gruff might be the best rapper that I know. Period. <laughs> period. Right. Well, let's period. listen and see if you're right. Okay. Let's check him out. <laughs> They can read your mind and then some Ever try connecting a lie detector to a philodendron To think of strange thoughts but not speak a word The more familiar the herb from any blocks you could be heard No one can merge without the power to observe The unified field from which they see the words before they're heard Ever see a herd of trees crawling beneath clay and soil Singing in symphonies that pre-writ the human toil Uprooted they boil in agony in tune to tragedy Neighboring trees cry in fear how many ears pierce the apathy so exhibiting among us dancing to beats that drumless they tug us with a rope tied with psilocybic fungus the tribe that brung us customs and cultures from life to death try taking a breath of oxygen without feeling the effects of the plants they adopted the human seed and prompted many others becoming mothers of earth bursting with beauty undiscovered pursuing tranquility quiet virtuous wisdom through the humility gifts given have been of interest medicine of tradition has almost entirely been comprised of those botanical lives fending off our own demise modern pharmaceuticals have become more suitably disguised from the plants that feed your eyes with taste buds to tantalize the plants have tried and try again they try to harmonize ask George Washington Carver who sang to his garden why the voice of the tiniest living things that significant is the largest size the plants they pardon our weakness give us uniqueness an opportunity to take part in life's completeness I'm talking about the plants. That's right, I said the plants. I'm talking about the plants. That's right, I said the plants. You don't recall who sheltered you when you were just a child. You don't recall who fed you homo sapien when you were wild. You don't recall who made the air so pure and clean. You don't recall but got the nerve to sit right in between. Who protected your weak, vulnerable body? When you were naked, walking through the trees, appearing much less godly You don't recall, you don't recall, you don't recall, you don't recall what I do It was the plants I'm talking about the plants That's right, I said the plants
body. Yeah. That's you on the baseline, right? Yeah. Dude, fermented reptile, I think is is when when I personally took you like, and I think everybody else really took you serious. Um, in terms of because Pip and and Gruff, it seemed like they were pushing you, and I mean you could talk your own narrative also of of where you are at that point, transitioning from farm fresh and your own solo stuff. And then working with your best friend and then a dude from another camp and where they were going, like listening to that was wild to me. Um, but those beats are are great. But listening to the Druidry stuff was was mind blowing to me because we got to hear the whole process of making a record that might be the first time i ever heard a whole process of someone making an album yeah and we got the demos and at that time because joe was working with you at wax museum we'd get the demos and then we just played them and listened to them and we we got to hear the gruff ones but then we got to hear the final or pretty close to the final copies and this term we started to say was like things have been mackinorized because yeah. It, you'd have the loops that you'd give to people but then as you work through it and you shape the beats and melodies and the drums around what they're doing um that's they've officially been mac and road and it, it's that druidy record is like uh, the 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 difference between a beat maker and a producer was really seen to me at that moment and and that record is like I listen to that thing a lot, and it, it holds up, and uh, and it's Gruff is a rapper that is is a is an MC that I normally coming here moved here wouldn't be into, yeah. except he was technically superior to everybody. <laughs> yeah. So so it's and then he brings you into his world like he really brings you in with every syllable with every. Um, uh, phrasing and his cadence and and subject matter and it, he makes if if you're into it he makes the the subjects more more digestible because they're so musical and how he plays around with things yeah like dude could do a a 17 and a third bar for like oh he did it all the time bar all the time <laughs> And then like, you're like, yo, what is this guy doing? I was always <laughs> like trying to work around these strange endings and just because I'm so mathematical, you know, I've always been like really mathematical where it's like it's four, it's eight, it's 16. It's like, you know, and then he would just do like, yeah, 15 and a third bar, bar verse. And you're like, whoa, okay. You know, it was challenging, but it was super fun. And yeah, like getting back to what you're saying about, you know, I made the fermented album and at that time and make a beat and they'd rap on it, we'd record it and it was done. And I remember sending the fermented out to get reviewed and stuff. And and this one guy, I'm not going to say his name, he's still around uh, as a writer or whatever, but I like... I Let's had, just say his name. He's got a big job. I don't He's wanna, fine. I don't want to. No, it's not that. I don't want to give him that kind of credit. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Um, not not like he'd never hear this. But anyway, he he, I like I listened to his mixtapes and stuff and respected his 
taste in music a lot, right? Everything that he played on his mixtapes, I was like, I love it. So then I've, I'm like, you're going to love Fermented Reptile. And so I checked it out and he, I don't think he reviewed it. I think he just, he just gave me feedback. He just like, yeah, not feeling it. The, the MCs are, are all right. And the beats are really boring. And I was like, boring. And then I realized I just, I needed to do more. So, you know, that was kind of where I started to do more. You know, and the park lake was around the same time. And then it's like the next wave of, of records was when I obviously got better equipment and was able to do more stuff anyway. But it was really that that I still remember it because it was just like, I got to work harder. I got to push harder. And so that next wave of records with the, the Pip and the John Smith and especially the Druidry record, like the Druidry record is just like magic because it just everything came together. It was really easy. You Yo, if I remember properly, and I mean, you could edit this and all, whatever. Um, you were mentioning because of because of gruff structure sometimes is so different from other people's that shaping it, shaping your beats around him became a challenge, but like a challenge you were willing to accept because you, you wanted to see where this could go. Um, there was one song in particular we talked about and and you didn't know if it would work out but there was some you did something with the drums and it just shaped it and made it like well I, also I, I, you know we did over the over the course of two albums and a compilation we did three different where he just does his spoken word songs which are um, yes. actually ended up being among my favorite songs but he would mostly record those a cappella and then i would build okay. the beat after so then you know the rhythm was just like it it would just hit when it hit it was just it just would happen and and i wouldn't really stretch it or anything it was just one of those natural things that would really you know like because it's not going to hit on every beat when it does hit it just really hits and yeah. it's just you know really fun to listen to but that's the kind of you know just really challenging and fun to work with to a point you know depending on like our first record we did um we're getting off track here but the first record we did in Vancouver, it was just him and I, and it was really positive. And then the second record we did in Winnipeg, where I was really getting Pat to, you know, keep him focused and get moving forward so that when I came to town, we could get the record done. And that was a little bit more of a, of a you know, it was not one-on-one -on -one anymore. Pat was around and people were in and out of the apartment and, and all that. Um, so yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a little wilder. To me, those were really fun times, man. It was fun, but it was hard to record. Like, it was super fun because <laughs> we're hanging out at Pat's every day for hours and hours and we're screwing around. But poor Gruff, you know, it would be like he'd get four bars done and then he'd have to stop because it's just so, it's just not the right environment for him to, you know, like when he was in my place in Vancouver, he's alone and he'd have the day and then I'd come back and we'd record and it'd be super focused and this was like the opposite of that but it's a good segue because we can play a track from that session which is um I'm trying to think if this is the first time we would have actually worked together making uh, music I'm not sure but I think it's got to be in that you know like the first time you would have recorded with me producing so this oh, song yeah, I, was, I, was, I was pretty hyped man i was pretty hyped when we put it that way yeah yeah so this is this uh, this is a posse cut from gruff's second album called hopeless and this is butcher's bell carl and now i want to tell you who has faith and who not
And still hear spots that never get this hot Sit, watch, hazards often get caused when jaws are too quick to snap It's not mechanics, but I could give back any pop gasket Who is out to catch slack by a box bastard Without the fucking latch, but a mouthful of slack From a fun map of crap, where I chug back a jug that will unwrap a mishap With tongue wrap spit swung like two fists crack It's fact, it's packed with x lax nearly messed pants Hear me wreck 
Black Jam that clearly set standards Can't work, can't eat, sleep, and keep cool While the whole world proceeds to repeat fools Feet leak before looking Sore losers took an ill Took a spill at the bottom of the butcher's bill Yeah, I like, I like the receipts for ridiculous utterly ridiculous how does someone understand phonology and f- like phonetics so well yeah just, just like like <laughs> i'm a rock statue that's what he comes on with after yeah. i say i'm gonna be on a love seat right beside, <laughs> right beside your wife, your like, that's, wife. The guy, <laughs> that's what the guy slides in with come on come on yeah go on buddy <laughs> <laughs> And the video, the video is a classic. Well, I can't watch that video, man. No. <laughs> well, I hit my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everyone should go to YouTube and check out Butcher's Bill. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a classic. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun, that was a fun song to perform. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Cause all of us would be up on stage and then Madness. just rapid. Madness. Yeah. 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 But it's hard to believe that that can't be the first time we actually like is, do you think that that's the first time you actually rap? No, I know with, so. And so I know like so. that's two thousand and f- like we would have recorded two thousand and four and you know, I played the song I played the song that I, I did the battle against you. That was six years. That seems like a long time that we didn't we didn't work together that we were yeah, we man, knew Roddy, each other. Man, Roddy, Roddy, we were we were friends, but yeah, yeah, we we're. <laughs> you, I think the and I don't want to be putting words in your mouth, but it's like there was you were rolling with 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 your camp uh, of artists there, and either my work ethic wasn't there or just you weren't into what I was doing, and in all honesty, man. <laughs> It was all right. It was cool. Well, I mean, there are two things. One, I loved, I loved the, like I said, I love the guy I'm from here record, but I don't know that I was ready to do an album with you. But it is surprising that you didn't do a guest spot with anything between. I hate, you know what God, I mean? I hate doing guest spots. Well, I, I know, them. but you have to with us, right? Because I yeah, mean, you're on Factory Seconds, which is the 17th release, 2001, and then. You're not on anything until for for basically four more years. That's crazy. And, uh, hey, things happen. That's funny. <laughs> and then and then after that, there's like then the floodgates are open because then the next release is Park Like Setting. You're on that, and then you start to get on stuff all the time. But um, I do want to talk about your next record and your and your name change. If you want to talk about your name change. Oh yeah, I've talked about it a few times before, at least one time before at length. So I'm ready to do it again. I remember kind of you, you calling me about it, but um, I guess someone representing the estate of Satchel Page called you and basically said, "Shut you down." Yeah, man. <laughs> this this is what's the next song we're gonna play? Because I mean, well, I, I want to get in, I want to get into the. I mean, I would play something off of Trimpeg. Okay, okay, good. So, all right, this lines up really good. Okay, so I'm, I'm working in, and forgive me for these long-winded responses, Bob, 
uh, people listening out there. All good. So it's just happening. Um, all right. So I'm working in the West End of Winnipeg, just working with youth at a child care center. That was my day job. Whatever. I put out the, the we put out guy from here. That was like 2003. Yeah. Might have been 2006. I'm getting these these messages, these emails, and it's it's cut down. That's like I gotta forward you some shit, and I'm like, whatever, man. Um, he forwards me, and then it's this letter of cease and desist from the estate of Satchel Page. That became a series of interactions and letters that got more and more serious as as they proceeded, and I I did not know what to do, so. It was get rid of everything. Let's. I was pretty stubborn of not wanting to get rid of the name, but I saw how serious they were. Um, and then what made me actually change it was I got a, an email because I said I had no money. They wanted $10,000. Um, I described where I'm at, what I'm doing. And I got this a letter from either the granddaughter or the daughter of of satchel page and she was representing this state directly and she's like i i went and seeked you out i listened to your music i saw something that was in the newspaper about you uh and locally because the internet was a thing then and um she's like all i want you to do is not use um, his name to record material and put it out. She's like, I, I don't want this to get out of hand. I know that you are doing the right thing with that name and representing things that he would be proud of. And when I saw that line, I was just like, you know what? She's coming to me on a level that I could understand. I'm just going to change the name. When I got that letter before she came through with that one, I ended up going to a place called Cloud Nine to play a show or to watch a show. Um, and Soso was there. I was like, who is this 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 Soso guy? He did this terrible song that I still hold him to all the time. And he thinks it's really good. Oh, and man. that was the, the first time. You're reminding time. me of things that I want to be reminded of. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time that him and I ended up like talking. And um, eventually, in eventually, it was on tour one year, and um, I was I was going through a breakup, and I had these songs written, and he was sending me beats or something like that, and he agreed though he wanted to put out my music, and I was like pretty bummed out. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything, but. Yeah. So I went down there and um, uh, we we were going through Saskatoon. I think I might have got Odario to drop me off or something like that because it was on the highway going into Saskatoon. It was a pretty easy way to, to get in and and Troy was living so so. Troy was living about a block off of the main highway, okay. um, the main strip. So it was just like, okay, get out. I'll go and record. And um, then we recorded Trinipeg at his place then. And, and Troy really, really liked what I was about and how I 
delivered by lyrics and and because Troy and I are, are pretty similar in family and the stories of family are very important to us yeah. and and reflecting that like on the broader picture of how that interacts with with community and society and how the individual then interacts with um with their community or with their space based on how they were raised or what they came from the way that troy makes beats at that time i really dug too and but he likes things really simple as opposed to you you like things very layered Mm -hmm. and a lot of things going on but you still give space but troy's all about those chops and giving space that way and minimal minimalist and and i really dug that and it wasn't overproduced um i wanted it sounding glossier and bigger but that's not what troy does so uh as a writer it it gave me my space and he gave me feedback when i needed it and i was just getting to become a better songwriter and i guess it's kind of a departure for him because i mean he'd been running this label that he called close horse records and he was putting out like the epic album and his album and he had a total sound which is his little choppy sound which you know is is good but but your record drinnipeg is got produced production by by myself and by cut down i believe and who else yep so it's probably lonnie lonnie's like lonnie uh the the youngest of the compari brothers uh uh, Joe Comperi, aka Bazooka Joe, his youngest brother, is a DJ and uh, at that point was a producer, mm-hmm. and um, and we hung out quite a bit. And it was he gave me these just just these loops, stuff you sampling and stuff, and I was like, you know what, these are all right. I could I could do something with these, and um, yeah. So we try to record a few a few songs and Troy was willing to put them all together and um, go with the vision I was having and that was also made me decide that I never will work again with all those moving pieces because it became such a headache Yeah, (laughs) just trying to make sure everything sounded the same at the end when you don't have a large budget for mastering and stuff oh it's it's utterly ridiculous and and Troy had a good, a good source for trying to find somebody to master. And we went through, I think we went through you also with a recommendation. And then Herbnet also gave their recommendation, Daryl. And then we ended up going with a guy that everybody's used before. And, um, but it was so hard finding like the right mixes and getting those mastered properly. And it, it, it never sounded the way that I wanted it to but it sounded the way it needed to. Uh, it was very, it's a record that's really reflective of myself at that time. Um, well, let's listen yeah. to a song. This is the first song on the record. This is called uh, Winnipeg South Blues. Word up. South Blues. Here we go. Family broke before it's built. Broke 
financially on stilts. Love what's worth the choke that throat. Child commitment, the future was broke. You dig it live from 26 Gayley Place. The anger, the arguments, late paid brand. Lights out, cable gone. You know the song? Pink slip handed, manhood's gone. Dreams fall apart as phones disconnected. Family with the virus, totally infected. Super woman breaks, she can take the heartache. Severity's bigger, dividing earthquake against. Stranger to stranger dance, sleep on stretch now. Junior just wants to step back. The deck can be prepared to make a contact. Braid on lips with every blink of an eye. Surely standing there, see why. See why. See why. Did you leave the warmth of all of those West Indian skies? No, my. My mama raised me. Cause my pops was gone. This is a song. Don't rain. All of the hearts can bring fuckery to flames. Shoddy, Saturday, a beautiful hurt. Hate the words, I hate them stir, but doubts occur. Hands from a sideburn run through his beard. Beers pouring out as the boy sings beers. Men claim kids, the eight days. Coke kiss a couple, tells them the eight days. Eyes to the train tracks, feelings in the dark. Eyes to the skyline, this ain't what he wants. Stove saying green from the curry spilling over. Roller and roti, a sideburn goat, we get awful dodging. Comrade Halloween, a part-time lodger Mom wants him to stay away Fucking in his hands and I'm back from my holidays Fuck this man, Judy smiles in the hallway Legoland's falling apart Then he playing his part To bits and chains of that Sip the tail tail Let me know facts Mom shoot black Cause she be on the line The brown paper sack She has so much soul Send my mama She has so much soul Send my mama She has so much soul Send my mama She has so much soul Yeah I'm a race man My pops is gone Yo, right. Yeah, that's that's one of your beats, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, it's so hard for me to remember who did what now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that song, that song has one of my. There, there's, you know, when you, I mean, we all do these songs, and and for you because you're doing beats and also rapping. Um, there's times that I just want to let a song go is really hard for me to do and this song i let it go and i was like there's always one issue with a word and i couldn't place the word that i wanted to put in it yeah and once it was out i realized the word i wanted to put in it <laughs> instead and i was just like where the fuck were you the whole time and it's and it still bothers me to this day and just nitpicking yeah. is i say dad with the bucket um 
well I'm not going to say the lyric properly because I got to go through the whole verse but anyways I say bucket instead of KFC and if I said KFC like it just would have been a lot easier to say and the delivery would have been easier and people would have got the gist as opposed to just this random bucket that's in the father's hand right just like fuck off (laughs) (laughs) anyways (laughs) it still pisses me off when I hear it um but when I when I play that song out I always say KFC now and so yeah 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 it's just it's just weird for me to hear it um yeah man Winnipeg South Blues on this Trinipeg record I started singing a lot more I was more influenced by well I was more influenced by like blues stuff and listening and 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 soul especially a lot of like 60s um uh, 50s uh soul records and 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 um and early 70s so i stopped denying that i just wanted to sing a lot more uh and winnipeg south blues is a hockey team uh that that played in the manitoba major junior hockey league which is um below nhl below the chl if anybody follows hockey yeah it's a regional hockey league and so there was a team called Winnipeg South Blues. Hockey's a big thing in this country. And um, it was one of the big dividing things of family coming from Trinidad. And what was the big thing was hockey over here. Cricket's really big in soccer in the Caribbean. So just naming a song Winnipeg South Blues because my mother just, she came to this place and became a single parent. And it became like hockey to her, just right. like totally fucking out of nowhere it was just like this foreign game to her this foreign life yeah. completely that she did not bargain for so um and we always felt like we were um well walking on thin ice of some sort you know what i mean like there was very small room for for error um uh, just just because myself being a double amputee and my mom being a single parent black woman um but just try to skate along as best as we could you know what i mean so yeah uh that's where that title comes from i love it i so, love the uh, yeah. i love the cover art too was that your doing i assume it was and not so so it was oh man that's the so 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 by trade is uh a curator and uh, uh a visual artist so and a graphic designer he's actually a really good designer uh so i had an idea of what i wanted and i sent it to him and uh he just played around with the image and made it in the way that was more reflective and and like memory kind of fades and becomes Mm -hmm. distant and working with a color scheme that we wanted to have and so um yeah that's how they came about so it was your photograph it, it's i'm not even t- talking about because that gets into to issues sure. so but you, so, you you know whether or not yeah i found i found a photograph and it's of uh of a airline that traveled out of trinidad and tobago um and uh actually put out records <laughs> it's so as well the, the so, airline um, put out records yeah the airline put out records oh, so, so, so it had its own uh there's a few Calypso records and stuff that have the tag of that airline, Bwe. Um, 
and so we try to work with that color scheme uh the whole way and uh yeah so that's that's how that album cover came and it's it's how i it's it's i needed to find something that was that reminded me of landing in trinidad and coming out on the on the tarmac and also what my my parents and my 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 family would experience as they were leaving um and how it was different than also canada and them getting off and just having like very thin clothes and coming in when it was winter time and so on and so forth so um yeah a plane the idea of that plane became very big to me and and the tie-in of Bwe airlines to music uh it had to be it had to be that on right. our cover and then the name trinipeg 78 reminds me of like Felakuti and egypt 80 and that kind of thing is there some influence yeah, there that's 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 yo you got it directly man right <laughs> that's that's it it's like the trinipeg the whole idea of 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 this mashing of of this life that that were that myself my my generation were living um were we were trinidadians like i don't care what anybody says like what, what's on my on my birth certificate or my cousin's um birth certificates like we are trinidadians that were raised in canada like yeah our home was basically it is trinidad like our folks knew nothing else except for except for their neighborhood and the food and and that and they they started to learn more about canada um and about this place called winnipeg i always i always found it fascinating that when i was going through citizenship um tests and stuff with with um with people in my family and and them learning more about this country that we live in and myself i was going the other way which was trying to always learn more about from whence i came yeah and and our heritage and so there was that whole idea of trinipeg just those two ideas always have been mashed into my existence and the 78 is just the year that i was born also 78 being a speed of record that doesn't exist anymore yeah um, and uh and yeah, also the reference to like the the Cootie records and, and things of that nature. So that's great. Uh, yeah, man. Well, let's play another song off this record. Uh, apologies to Soso, but it looks like we picked up both songs, two of the songs that I produced, um, <laughs> or at least I made the beats for. It, to be honest, I didn't produce them, but I made the beats. This is uh, Accent Peanut Punch. Yeah, this is a story about GTA. This is a story about Canada, a new one coming, new one here. Alright, you don't like the accent? Fuck you. I'm from New Colombo, Nova West Indies, or the India, suburb of Beijing, by race. We're laughing, different taste and fashion, being dashing, what he says, she accent. Excuse the accent, comes out by accident. Drag herself a little Carolina, without a bump, ooh, they have no clue. No understand, we will excuse you, chop, chop, chop. Them saying, hop, I don't understand, quit, you don't understand, this kind of understand. How I can plan Never in this life is to work for the white man Might seem so uncommon But it's so damn common Your shop at South Common 
you might hear your boss say yeah. I don't understand a word that you say Don't so talk with that accent My goat's still out Telling me to give it up uh, And I'ma say fuck em all Telling me my courage's so hot to My goat's still out Telling me to give it up uh, And I'ma say fuck em all Fuck em all yeah. Fuck em all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck em all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck em all, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the curriculum on me. I said, get up on me. Too hot, yeah. Too hot. Too hot, yeah. Too hot. Still want Kira Knightley with the makeup all running. Kiss you from the club to the eggs up sunny. Know that sounds silly, my cause God forgive me. Tuesday we talk at the local Salisbury. Donnie's shop is where there's talk Homes in the maples or Caribbean spice Uncles reminiscing on the old world life Over some grenadines to chat about all the dreams Sacrifice for family chiseled in the face Portage may mix you a cold case Punching the soul right could simply be so wrong Words of a funny sound, just wanna be long Driving past what but an election time Searching for signs and faces that matches Changes slow though, we getting restless You get restless, I get the curry broke as a car, car. Be who we be, let's be who we are. Be who we be, let's be who we are. Be who we be, be who we are. Curry so hot, uh, yeah. My coat's so on, oh. Telling me to give it up, uh. I'ma say fuck them all, fuck them all. Telling me my coat's so hot, uh. My coat's so hot, uh. My coat's so on, coat's so on. Telling me to give it up, uh. Giving it up, I'ma say fuck them all. Peanut Punch, good tune. Man, thanks. Um, Do you hear things wrong with it? I hear things wrong with everything. That's that's what I. That's I feel like you're a tortured soul in that respect. It's uh because I go to so many places within the past, and not just my past, but the collective past of of of. Uh, of Pete, my family and friends that have that have experienced this uh, this this country or above the this the 49th parallel. Yeah. Fuck them all, man. Just like that line. I wish I didn't repeat it as much. It's, yeah. I find it now a bit distracting, but it really was indicating how I felt at that point. Yeah, I really like that song. I like that song what it what it represents because it's it talks about the the that whole idea. The, the people might listening to this right now would be like, ah, oh, 
What is he talking about? Smell a curry kalagi, put her up on me. If you lived in apartment buildings and you'd hear that someone would say, oh, that hallway stinks because it smells of curry. Yeah. And you hear it all the time. Yeah. And you know that your mom is cooking curry all the time. And it's like the the East Indian people under your floor or, or Sri Lankan people are cooking it also like this is this is our reality so when you go out there into the greater public and that's frowned upon and seen as you stink or whatever else and there's other connotations to it of like levels of intelligence and and, uh, right. and you belonging to this to this place but it's like no we this is this is the new country that um that the new norm this is what is being established and you cannot fight it and the the spices and the food that we were cooking was our revolt was our existence our existing in those places was a form of rebellion and and within this country because of its its deep terrible past with colonialism um the people that were telling us that we didn't belong <laughs> had no right even saying it yeah so yeah fuck them all like just just like just so so done i'm so uh, i was so done with that yeah that whole feeling and now it's like uh all these foods that we are accustomed to in our own culture now being seen as 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 acceptable or or ethnic cool or whatever the hell it is right now right and um it, it wasn't like that before it no. just it it, it 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 really it really wasn't peanut punch is a drink uh that i shouldn't be drinking because it's full of milk uh <laughs> product and uh but i loved that thing as a kid and as a teenager would go across the street from my high school and buy peanut punch and then deal with the stomach ache that happened afterwards and walk <laughs> home for two blocks and just take the afternoon off after drinking it um <laughs> so so it's it's like just peanut punch it's it's not for everyone but it's the greatest drink ever made <laughs> i've never tried it i'd love to <laughs> yeah, i don't know it's an acquired taste it's right. basically liquid it's liquid peanut butter oh. That's what it's <laughs> maybe maybe um all right i want to go to another song we're going to jump forward in time um, this song is called Run Around and this is off a of Yai's album and I remember specifically asking you to do the, your part for this in a specific way like we did based on promos that I heard you were doing for uh, Honeycat and Co-op and stuff like that for their parties and things like that which I thought were so yep. cool and so I was trying to trying to get that um, for this song so let's um, let's play it and then maybe talk about some of that kind of stuff Word up. This is run around. Not, not, not all things. We did die, but don't 
socialize with guys who couldn't carry my homegrown. Probably don't know the style that we co-wrote to property. So they shop the gold brokes and novelty. Those true colors shown. Poking out, there's no gray area, no polka dot. Both smoke a lot, flow dope, but not for slow pokes. I don't need old folks to watch. File means go, hope to God you could get what we got like you finally known How to close down the bar, they would follow me home If it didn't rock hard, then it got to be stone And it's about to be known, and niggas trying to be We got an economy, loan to what you're pining me Rock a block will be sold, it came back Paid the cost, dusted off of some more Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran with him Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran yeah. Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran with him Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran Listening to Big Wild Little Wild man, 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 to give you the bread and butter, the gold. Corvettes then turn into an airplane jets of time travel. The man with all the skills. Ross. They see you're great when you're underground. Not alive, you arrive when you're not around. Now, we plug them in and then we shut them down. Like not another sound. And they go nuts. Now it's only cyclical. And you're the invisible man. Then you're unfuckable and with a difficult man. Being bland, reciprocal fans don't wanna listen Say shit, pile, but different they call Big white, little white, big guy, little guy, middle guy, little by, little lie Minimize, pay no mind, keep the blind, just a nice tie Every time I see the police ride by I would rather keep doing fine in my seat Feeling nothing but a beat rhyme They got you running around, holding your head Asking your homeboys, yo man, you heard what he said? Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran with him Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran yeah. Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live when I ran with him Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live I want a brand to the heavens, catch a star, crush it up and get nutrients, the, the, the mountain climber, the intrepid wave rest, surfer over all beats, yes, style man to many, father of three, yeah, 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 Bert, aka yeah, the, 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 the man that is an osprey, that will nest up inside of a great cup, Stanley cup, Winston cup, whatever championship you have, cause he is a champion, run around from Yai uh, featuring Nestor Windrush and the album's uh, called An Uneven Eleven came out about three years ago 2017 pretty cool that uh, you know you started hanging out with them in uh, 99 maybe and 18 years later another record comes out you guys working together yeah man it's like Danny Yai and I are like 
are, are pretty good friends. And uh, when I finally got my setup, uh, it's he needed a place to record his demos um, and to send to you. Yeah. So I don't like a lot of people coming to my space because there's I got kids and stuff and and honestly I'm not very good with a lot of people around uh, I um, I got my own insecurities and and level of 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 uh, of anxieties I got to deal with when it comes to people that are strangers to me yeah uh, that I don't know on a, a very personal level um. So Danny, I've known for so long, and he just wanted a place to record. And I don't—I think we recorded something before with like BBS Steve over here, and with with Bird. And um, he liked how I was recording things, so he asked me to do the the demos, and so I recorded him. And uh, and yeah, so you you forwarded me that idea of what you wanted to have done on that song. And talking, I think you said talking. That was the thing. Yeah. And I know that I just wanted to to sing and then talk. And there's little voices that go on in my head. And I wanted to do like super hyper hyper hyperbole and uh, do it more like in the vein of 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 legendary cricket callers of of the past and. Uh, so that's the, that's what I kind of channeled when it came into, into that recording. And, um, it's like with, with, with Yai, with Danny, I feel like it could be myself. And that's, that's really big part of me is, is my heritage. And, um, and, uh, I always liked the, I always liked the classic calls from, from, from cricket broadcasters or from DJs um, uh, on the radio from the West Indies, from Jamaica or from Trinidad and just hearing those recordings. So yeah. uh, I just basically went all in and, uh, and did that. So, uh, <laughs> so, so that's how that came. Love yeah. I, I, I really like that song. I really like, like that song a lot actually. So, and then one um, day, one day, um, the record was out, and you know it's a vis- available on digital and digitally distributed. And then one day, we got this mysterious royalty payment for like a thousand dollars or something <laughs> for this for that song, and we still to this day have no idea why. But they didn't ask; they haven't asked for their money back yet. But it's just like how does that how does that even happen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I guess it was on. TV maybe or something I have no idea oh my god I have no idea some other like like, some some clearinghouse paid paid the distributor and it was like you don't have any detail that was nice it was right before Christmas I think it worked out nicely for you and Danny 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 tells he he goes and says to me yo I think Rod has money for you and I go what do you mean think what's what's happening he's like well I he he has money for us but I think he was sitting on it for a while because he's trying to figure out if it was legit. <laughs> yeah. I've never, to this day, that I've never had any kind of payment like that without knowing. You know what I mean? Like you get you get your you get your check and it says here's how many streams on iTunes and all that stuff. But then there's this this lump sum for this one song. It's like wow. Um, yeah. So should we talk about 
our most recent record together, uh, which is called Roxbury and Wooden Legs. I just want to talk about, we'll play some songs, but um, I want to talk about how you wanted me to let you record at home. And I said, I remember it like saying, yeah, no thanks. I'm not really into working remotely, you know? And then you said, okay, fine, I'll, I'll fly out. That's how I remember it. And then you came well, out and I, recorded. I remember it different. Oh, good. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so one is I ended up over there somehow. Um, I didn't have my full gear at the moment. I had like the, the, the more shoddy version. And when I was either going through tour over there and I knew that I wanted to use your beats, but everyone was just passing away on me. And it was, it was, it was pretty, I don't want to say on me, like I, I got to stop internalizing things that way. But uh, my mom passed away, yeah. my grandmother passed away like a week, two weeks afterwards. Um, my aunt passed away a year to the day that my mom did. And it was, it was extremely, is extremely, extremely heavy for me. And I remember that my, when my aunt passed, I was, I just wanted to get away. Somehow I ended up in, in van. I told you I was going to show up and I just did. Right. So I ended up just writing and recording with you i also said like yeah i could go and record at home and you did not like that idea at all i know you didn't no. <laughs> and it has and nothing to do with like, you it's just not how i like to work i know i and and it became it, it always was clear to me but i also knew that i didn't get everything done that i wanted to get done and um so i ended up we ended up going back and forth for for years on <laughs> yeah. this record yeah. and Honestly, your instrumentation got better and better, and um, and I needed to send you also just little touch-ups here and there. Some of them you took, some of them you didn't, uh, but you took the ones that I really was keen on anyways. When I was ready to record Roxbury, and some of these songs for Roxbury were actually like a good four, a good three or four years old mm -hmm. at that point, mm -hmm. and um. I wrote 42 when I was in Vancouver and I think I finished up I changed up a bit of the verse for for Terry Fox Adidas when I was in Vancouver and it just became very cathartic uh, writing and recording exercises over the, the next whatever five years right. um, so it's like you were patient with me and and I remember telling Danny, I was like, this record is going to come out when these demons, these ghosts, these spirits are, are when they need to be buried. Right. And, and I don't think they were ready to come out until the moment that they actually came out. I'm finally able to, to deal with a lot of these feelings because in that whole span also, my dad passed away and then and then his mom passed away in Trinidad and yeah. so a lot of the stuff that I was writing about still hadn't been dealt with it's um 
the songs are very cathartic for me and and Roxbury and Wooden Lakes was representing these these ideas of of Malcolm X came from lived in Roxbury. Roxbury was also like a heavy black populated area within the United States of America, just in Boston. And um, Be a Father to Your Child is a song by Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. And Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs are from Roxbury, uh, yeah. Massachusetts. And um, so that title was there like probably since 2015 or 2014. And the Wooden Legs is just what called my artificial legs when I was younger. And yeah. um, so I needed this record to be right. I needed to be right by me. And I wanted to be right by my daughter if she listened to it. Um, and I wanted to be accountable. And there's some songs that still I'm sitting on that aren't yours, Roddy. Yeah. And and it's like, I need them to come out because yeah. I need to get past this stage in my life. Um, and... Uh, yeah it's like i really i really like this record i got to put two mentions of terry fox on one ep that only has five songs <laughs> and four songs on, on streaming i think like it's a win i think it's a win well why don't we play a song so should we play okay. do you want to play give in or do you want to play terry fox adidas um let's play oh man given and me you have this love-hate relationship um without ramble let's play terry fox first all right here we go. This is Terry Fox Adidas from Roxbury and Wooden Legs. Yesterday's burned to ash, birthdays they burn fast And I'm complaining, I'm stressed 
Meanwhile, she in the lab trying to kill her MS. Change your attitude or you get abused by it. Corrosively quiet, feel my soul bite. I am who I am, not who I ought to be. She can't use her hands and she paints a masterpiece. That was Terry Vox Adidas. Uh, I love every song on this record, but I think that might be my favorite of the favorites. Um, just a beautiful song. Just beautiful. Tell me more about it. I should say, actually, three out of the, the five people that passed away were due to cancer. Um, so that hit me pretty, pretty hard. Uh, Terry Fox, because of his amputation as well, and running the country, uh, making that attempt to do so, uh, really resonated with me. Um, had his shoes when they came out, uh, reissued. He wore Orion's, and then to mark down his 25th anniversary, Adidas, uh, sorry, 25th anniversary of the Marathon of Hope, which was his run for um, cancer research. Um, they issued out the Orion's, the blue Orion's that he wore that model, but label him Terry Fox. Yeah. Oh, so one of my biggest regrets is I was at Sport Check the day they came out and I didn't buy them. I think we're on tour and I didn't buy them. I was so stupid. Dude, that's like one of the best gifts I ever got. That was given to me by someone that knew that if I didn't get them, I would regret it. Yeah. And and I was I was surprised to see that they were in them because I remember passing them up uh the day before. And um, then they just showed up. 
as a, as a present, uh, a well thought out present um, by a loved one. I do this thing called Artists in the Schools. I haven't done it for actually probably like the last two years or so, but I did it for years and um, work in child care and stuff like that. And I'm able to talk about those shoes and be on tour. And I go and talk about those shoes. I travel around the province of Manitoba and I talk about the shoes and the person that, that Terry Fox represents to me and his story and then how it applies to myself. Like Terry was not just running on one leg. Like he was running against cancer and I don't mean that in the in the metaphorical way like cancer was gaining on him and yeah. he was running on a leg that was inferior in every way possible it wasn't even a running leg for that era so and he was trying to replace it and make a new leg which at that point would take weeks to to even cast and get right and he had it be done trying to get it done in within days um, the pain, leg bleeding, stump bleeding. Yeah, like the it, it was astronomical, and and me being a person that had that that model at one point understood that even they played into the wind, and I mean this, I don't know when this podcast goes on, but into the wind, the Steve Nash documentary on on uh, on Terry Fox was played on TSN today, and, and it's a really good one to watch because. They, they get into the whole story and Terry talking about that pain. Yeah. And, um, but meanwhile, his lungs were just filling up with cancer again and it, it's, it was spreading through his body and, and he had to stop, but the spirit of what he did continued on. And, and that's not to sound cliche. It's like, honestly, what he represented, it carried on. Like he passed away, he died, but what he represented lived on and the people that that came before me they live on through me because of the the big the big hole that that cancer left within my family's life and myself um naming a song after those terry fox adidas that i've taken to every place that i thought terry hadn't been like going to europe going to mexico and playing shows i'd always those are my tour shoes yeah they're like on my bad days i wear them um to remind me of someone that went through worse days and but those shoes have like brought me through a lot of a lot of tough times and and they are my most prized possession yeah and then 42 which is on that record also is is a reference to to terry fox and what he ran every day was 42 kilometers and oh. um ah. yeah so that's that and why i say i wrote 42 like i remember hearing the beat and it was part of like these batch of beats that you you're keeping for something else and you didn't know what it was and i remember you saying that you just didn't have the right vocalist for it and you didn't know what you wanted to do with this these these folders because rod rod makes beats and any producer out there um may understand but rod makes beats and then he puts them in these folders based on i guess date or style is that proper rod to describe it as yeah it's just like just these streams of beats it's just little series of beats that are just put together in in a common time and that's what they're just kind of like just little periods of time i think so so this batch he 
gave me a few out of them. And I remember hearing 42 and I was just like, or what was to become? And I was just like, whoa, this is, this is what I'm feeling right now. And I was staring at, I was staring at BC Place. And at BC Place in Vancouver, there's a statue of Terry Fox. Yep. And um, I was like, well, Terry Fox Adidas was almost completely written at that point. But I was like, eh, maybe I'll write another song that that gets into it a bit more. Um, and those feelings, because 42 is also the number that Jackie Robinson wore um, when he broke the color barrier. Yeah. And he played for, for the Brooklyn Dodgers, but also played for the Montreal uh, affiliate of the Dodgers uh, of, of Brooklyn. So um, those two sides of me that 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 black side of me and then me as a as a amputee um that came into play when writing 42 and and again just um ideas and thoughts and and all that sort of stuff like ah uh, man i really i really i really like 42 also well, maybe it sounds it like me. it sounds like we should play 42 yeah i'm, I'm well, ready if I you are we play 42 but we got to play given also because given has its own its own place also that needs to be explained <laughs> okay well we're running low on time so why don't we do this we'll play 42 we'll play given and then we'll come back and sum it all up and say goodnight all right that sounds good okay let's do it this is 42 from nestor winrish Okay, when I was rehabbing the walk, just dreaming to fly. 
three times harder. I swore to you, I'll try. Since Pemba the projects, the Emperor's son said, Pesta, can, can, Pesta, quiet a cans. Stenching sugar boots while you were stitching my pants. Parsees and pieces, you carry me up the road. I'm praying on camera that my legs never showed. No favors to save me, adjusting this patiently. Kiss me, you hate me. No gal validates me. Yeah, slow. Same gal ships to me, the same gal eye me. The same gal dissing me, the same gal try me. Staring at the stairs, playing, I don't care. Stage after stage, no rams for real chess. I need to put me in a box. Label me and what I'm not. I'm almost out of control. I'm trying to keep control. Don't you put me in a box. Label me on what I'm not. I'm trying to keep control. I'm almost out of control. each other when we sleep may have lost my mind cause this woman just ain't kind but i'm gonna give it to her gonna give it to her how i cringe to hear her name cause it drives me so insane Will, 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 said I know that will, will, will. 
Give In by Nestor Winrush from Roxbury and Wooden Legs, Peanuts and Corn Records, 2020. It's our latest release, in fact. Good stuff. Word up. Uh, yo, all these songs, like, they belong together in their own way. 42, there's lines about St. Valdissimi, St. Valtrami, St. Da-da-da-da. Right now, we're in this, this, these, these times of like isolation and, and quarantine and and social distancing, physical distancing, and the idea of physical touch is really important and and validation to uh, is important to to our mental health of of feeling validated by someone we care about. And um, I remember being younger and and even even getting older and hearing voices of you may never find somebody that actually is attracted to you because they're <laughs> because yeah i got i got two uh, two stumps and artificial legs and so i'm i'm like some sort of miscreant or deviant or mutant of some sort um which i really like x-men comics by the way because <laughs> of that but anyways um and so I'd hear that, I hear that more often than I'd like to hear that and then like to admit that I heard it. And um, so it would lead me into some some bad situations and, and give in one of those, those songs where uh, I'm grateful for those events, but I would make bad choices of, of who to spend time with to get that those feelings of validation and and actually like human touch i guess um i I was on the fence of putting that song even on there even though it's probably the song that i'm the most proud of because i got convinced kellyanne to go and sing on it to just give it that little icing on the cake yeah and we went back and forth about like the sequence of the song and the arrangement of it even though even though every time it was right it was good but it wasn't right Mm-hmm. And I would base it all the time on whenever you'd send me a new version, I'd go and play it out. And if it felt that I was ending at a proper point or I still had energy that wasn't the tension wasn't dispersed, I'd go and say, nah, this ain't the right version. And that's why I honestly did it with you, Rod. That's so right. when I was driving you crazy was because I was playing it out and I was judging it on is this feeling right on stage? Cause that's a performance song. Right. That's like a song that bridges, not just these, these, these social political, the social or political or economic, um, uh, stories that are being told. And in this, and the narrative that might like myself carrying these stories and this is where the categories that they happen to fall because i'm telling these stories but it was like one part is actually being like desirable or in or yeah a desired human like that's a part of us all yeah and and us and us wanting that and for me as a person with a disability i need to talk about that uh, in and I, I want to talk about it in a comfortable way. And so I was like, well, I will put it on this EP. It, it is my favorite song to play out. And why is it my favorite? Because it reflects that side of me 
and also most people could identify with making bad decisions so <laughs> so it's so it, it's like it, it allows me to be even more human um and and yeah that's 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 a big deal uh, i guess working work from my perspective working with you uh, is definitely different because you put so much of your self into these songs definitely more especially at this point in my career than anyone else you know like for someone um you know like even to the last record i did with someone else that isn't me was with danny and right now i'm doing one with joe and it's just like they do they do their verse and they care about the songs but you put your <laughs> you put it like these songs mean so much to you you know and especially i guess maybe these ones you know but so it was it was it was definitely different for me dealing with um just the level of care that you have and uh and uh it was a good good learning experience and at the end of the day you know i'm very happy with how it came out yeah it was it, like rod i appreciate you being really patient um because it, it wasn't it wasn't just me you were dealing with at the time it was like a lot of a lot of good baggage that i was carrying with me and um i just needed i needed someone that was patient and is good at their craft and um like i was talking to to dario about it too and he was like that's like he he really likes the beats and what you provided on there and and he was with me for a lot of the ride like yeah i i may have came back a second time and we were playing uh that that basement um venue in um in van there in gastown yeah um, and um yeah. and i think i might have touched up something or i may come by your house i i can't remember on that trip if we did but i remember talking about it quite a bit with him and um yeah it's like always needed to work with someone that would be patient and um i'm i'm kind of sad that all the songs didn't come out yeah but they'll they'll come out when they need to come out and um but I'm, I'm grateful to have worked with you and for you to to always show faith in myself as an artist because i'm hard on myself as as a writer um I, I don't like i don't take myself rapping like i see gruff and danny or mike and i and all those people it's like no you're not like my lane no and it's like I, I realized years ago I want to be more like a Linton Quezzy Johnson and and have pace to what I'm saying. And, but when I'm having pace to what I'm saying, it's the meaning, the content that is coming through, and that's the redeemable part of it. So, um, so thanks for being patient with me, and I guess that's it for now. That's it for now, but let's do some more. Well, that was a lot of fun hanging out with you tonight um so it's been really fun hanging out with you ness and i hope to do it again soon but i'm really happy that we got to hang out virtually in this uh, crazy quarantine time and um thanks for joining me i appreciate it hey man thanks for taking the time honestly so you take care of yourself and uh yeah rod just keep on keep on putting out records uh this is this is the best man this yeah. is this is we're, we're older and 
I'm, I'm happy to still be making music and not having to compete with anybody but myself. Me too. I 100% agree. It's really fun putting out records. So thanks again. And everybody, thank you very much for listening. And you should probably check out Nestor Winrich's album. You heard three quarters of it. But hey, listen to the whole thing. It's on streaming services. It's on Bandcamp. If you like compact discs, you could always... Uh, order one from us and if you want to hear the satchel page album i got a few copies left i think that's the only no way no 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 it. dude you don't have any copies left oh i don't you're right i don't have any copies left and that's that so thanks again thanks ness and good night everybody